Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. And yes, it is Thursday afternoon, which means the three amigos are back again. How you doing, Matt? Dude, I'm doing great. I mean, nothing like getting the subject of what we're talking about seven seconds ago. <laughs> well, yeah, I got to keep you on your toes. <laughs> and Dion, how are you? Howdy, everybody. I'm doing great. Uh, ready for round three. And I, I enjoy the curveball too, especially when it's going to be one like this that's kind of based on data because we know I like to do my homework, but <laughs> I can wing it too. There you go. What, Jim, what these guys are talking about, folks, is I just realized I wanted to ask them about 2021. If you remember what was happening 12 months ago, uh, the YouTube universe was spitting out crash videos. They were talking about 40% this, eviction moratorium, foreclosed. They were talking about the eviction tsunami, foreclosure tsunami. And I was putting out endless videos showing you why these people were wrong. Most importantly, we've gone 12 months and I was right. More importantly than being right is what each of us did in our business to make 2021 amazing. I've only had one year in my career better than 2021. And that happened to be 2010, where mm -hmm. I was buying everything hand over fist using private money. That was my best year in 21 years. But 2021, the year we're in right now, will go down as my second best year hmm. in 21 years, folks. And yes, Ken McElroy's 40% wrong. Um, you, you know, basement guy, wrong, right? All these other folks. And let's just talk about how amazing 2021 was. And I guess we'll go to Matt first. Uh, yeah, so 2021 was my best year. Wow. Best year in 20 years. It was my best year of doing this in 20 years. We did uh, three sales, all of them uh, 1031s. We right. did uh, 10 acquisitions. So let's just, <laughs> let's just try to put this together. So you sold via 1031. So you, you moved couple of hundred thousand dollars in equity into other assets yeah about um about six hundred thousand in equity oh okay so that went somewhere else and that led to other purchases which gave you cash flow which low increased increased the number all of these things so that's yeah. amazing so we increased we increased gross or so we increased net cash flow by about uh 80 percent this year that would go down as a pretty amazing year. It's a pretty good year. It's a pretty good year. Yeah. And you so also we, did stuff with debt, right? You added, you you extracted debt from free and clear assets yep. because so you're, you're creating a kitty to go forward. Yeah, we refinanced about, um, yeah, we refinanced a, a, about 80% of our portfolio. Just amazing year. Yeah. So yep. again, you oh, this is just awesome. So 1031, increased cash flow, 80%, refi debt. So you lowered it, did some cash out so you can keep going on slowing down. Time in market, better than timing market. Yep. It's amazing year. Amazing year. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I think I think those are, yeah, I think, uh, I mean, and the other thing that we love too is we spent more money with our subs this year and our contractors this year than we ever have. And I think that that's important for us because- we know that when there when there's a correction that's going to come, we know that they're not going to be nearly as busy, mm -hmm. and that we're going to give them more work. And so we've created. I think the other thing that was really good this year is because we always talk about network being your net worth. Yep. Is that we expanded? We used probably a third of our contractors for the first time. Wow. Yep. So we actually had a lot of new contractors that we started working with this year. About about a third. Wow. About a third. Yep. And Dion, how uh, how was it? Uh, your best year or second best? What's what's going on? It's it 
It's looking like it's going to be my second best, but I'd have to actually compare apples to apples. 2020 would be best. And I'm one of those investors that had the income snowball kick in around year mm, eight. Okay. And so 2020 was year eight and that hockey stick just yeah. kicked in. I doubled the size of my portfolio in 2020, wow. literally from went from seven units in January of 2020, added a fourplex and then a triplex. Um, so yeah. another seven units took me to 14. This year, I've only purchased one property. I bought a duplex. Okay. But because of the rent changes, I used my binder strategy across the board. And wow. I still have three tenants to go. My cash flow when I started 2021, and I'm transparent. I like these yeah. are just numbers to me. Um, I was it was I was making 86,000 a year profit cash flow after principal Everything. interest taxes, insurance, setting aside for vacancy repairs and um, capex. Mm-hmm. Um only adding the one duplex, but using the binder strategy on existing tenants, the cash flow that I'm ending 2021 with is 124,000. So it went from 86 to 124. That's so it's a 50% roughly. It's not an 80% increase like Matt, which is phenomenal. Right. Um, it's it's it, that income snowball. Yeah. Um, has been insane to the point where I've saved up <clears> enough <throat> money to have a down payment for a million dollar property. Yes. Without without doing the cash out refinance yet, that, so that's right. going to actually make it. I might pick up two. Uh, so, in a time frame where everybody's saying crash, it's you know hold off. Um, I probably would have purchased another property this year, but here's here's some behind the scenes info that I think I've shared. I put my home my rental purchasing on hold, mm-hmm. and I took a friend by the hand and walked her through. Find a deal, learn your market, learn yield, make offer, inspection, appraisal, all the way through to where she closed. Um, had an arrangement with her that this was such a good deal. I said, look, you're, you're going to try this. If, you, if at any point in time you want to back out, I will give you every penny you have invested in. I'll take the deal. That's, so she had confidence in that. So there's probably been about three months where I could have bought a deal, but it's three months of saving mm-hmm. to make the next deal even better because I'm putting my money where my mouth is, where I keep saying- Me too. I wish my properties cost more as long as the yield scaled with it. So I'm going to find a property that costs more and gets the right yield. Yeah. So it's been an amazing year. Yeah, it's been. So again, second best year for me. So give you some round numbers. I think my rent uh, up, I'd have to look at the end of the year, but I'm going to guess it's 30%, maybe 35, somewhere in there. So not as much as both of you. Uh, however, my debt structure, my payments are down about 30% as well, which is a nice kicker. Because uh, again, I had apartments and houses and variable debts. And I've taken the whole year. Most of my energy went into changing my debt structure, right? I had about half my portfolio entering the year with what I call interest rate risk. I'm exiting the year with none of that. So I am like happy guy. That's crazy. Uh, In addition to that, my cash pile is more than doubled. Um, Net worth is just ungodly. It's obnoxious. yeah, it's and then again, the only reason 2010 was better is because I was able to take the 40 grand and recycle it so often. Uh, and again, I admitted, I admitted, I think in video one, 2021 could have been my best year if I would have held my flips. It had been oh, interesting. T- okay. Yeah, because I would have, it, it, uh, <clears throat> yeah, if I would have held those seven or eight or however many I flipped, I don't, I don't know. It'd be a tough call, but right now, 2010 is still the best year for me. So again, 2021. Really good year for all of us. Yeah. Really glad we were in. You can't time the market. All these other people that live in their basements and making videos aren't in the business. We do this every day. We look at our buy box, right? We're, I mean, we're writing offers every week. 
uh, because we really do this. This is what we do. We are not entertainers. We're not doing pretty graphs. We're just talking about the business. Uh, I know I'm excited about 2022 because um, I see kind of appreciation continuing, but not as much. I see rent increases, but not as much. My debt structure is rock solid heading into the year. So good to go. Um, so again, prices collapse in half. Zuber doesn't care, right? It doesn't matter. I'll just buy more, right? Mm -hmm. so, fine. so I'm excited about 2022. You want to say a couple words about 2022, Matt? Um, I'm excited for it. I mean, a lot of things that we tried to tackle in the beginning of 21 that just took a little bit longer for us to kind of get through. Mm -hmm. So refining the entire portfolio, we're going to finish refining it next year. We've only got, I think, three commercial loans mm -hmm. that we do have that interest rate risk, but they're so early in the cycle. I can't do it. I'm not writing yeah. that, you know, over $100,000 worth of checks prepayment. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then I think the, the rest of it was, you know, jumping into uh, Section 8. Mm, there you, you go. Know, we haven't yeah. had our first year under our belt doing that. We went from uh, in maybe 120 days, maybe. I think we've gone from zero to 10 tenants from section eight. That's so I like that. uh, broadening that horizon. So yeah, I think 22 looks, I think I'm hoping that 2022 is a big buying opportunity. Okay. But if not, there will be a lot of shuffling opportunity, which is as people move out, improving properties that we've, that we've purchased with tenants in them, where we take the opportunity, if it's a if it's a slower economy, we'll take the opportunity to upgrade mm -hmm. those units and keep our contractors busy and then yep. rent them out. There you go. And twenty twenty two for you, Dan. I'm excited. I, I see the buying opportunity because it's always a good time to buy a great deal. Yes. Mm -hmm. And the, the great deals are out there. <clears throat> I'm curious to see what happens with interest rates. We've all made a plan for yep. either way. Yeah. Inflation. <laughs> On deflation. Purpose. I'm hoping that our content has a hockey stick growth and we can get this information to more people so that 2022 impacts more people because the sooner we get people on the property ladder, the sooner they're stuck in positions like you were, Mike. You could hold these properties and have a huge financial gain. You could flip these properties and have a huge financial gain. You had a $200,000 gain off those deals and your face looked like you thought you made a mistake. I did. Make a, a mistake. That's the position we want everyone in. Yeah. I my, don't want the money. Yeah. My, yeah. my daughter one time said, it's really hard to make a decision when both outcomes are positive. Yeah. And, and that's where we were trying to get everybody to where whichever way you go, refi, don't touch the equity, increase the rents, flip the units. All of those are good problems, but they only happen if you learn the market, learn your area average, buy a great deal, and then benefit from that great deal. Yeah. Folks, again, we are trying to help a million people. These guys don't know it, but they've been signed up since day one. If you like the videos that we put out on any of our three channels, share them, tag yes. people, ask them to check them out. Uh, and your channels are, Matt? Lumberjack Landlord on YouTube, 11.30 a.m. Eastern time every Sunday, three-hour live stream. And Dion, your channel? This is Dion Talk Financial Freedom right here on YouTube. And if you know anybody looking for a job, I run a nonprofit, hiddenjobs.org. Nice. Thanks, guys.